0: On rugby wrap up Major League Rugby 2022. Who's gonna win the West? Dan Power, Brian Ray, and Matt McCarthy answer that question. Rugby wrap up brought to you in part five Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The pig and whistle, the world's best rugby pump, and lean and limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. everybody and welcome back to rugby wrap-up major league rugby 2022 our first show of the new year and what better way to start it off with than with dan power and brian ray respectively in someplace austin and someplace swiss Alpsy. brian are you in the alps where are you
1: I've been hibernating for the winter, actually. I just got the call. The season was starting in a couple of weeks, so figured I should at least call in for this before I wake my uh, make my way south again.
0: All right. Uh, have the bears uh, been asleep up there, or what, what are you doing? You, you, you got your sled, the dog sled? How are you getting around?
1: Yeah, I had a little bit of a wrestling match with the bear earlier. I didn't like uh, me hanging out in his cave, but uh, we, we've sorted it out. We've sorted our differences, and uh, the sled's actually just on the other side of this camera now. They're just
0: chilling out. You got a spoon for warmth, guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, probably you're probably in a warmer climate. Even if it's Denver or Colorado, it's got to be warmer than when he where he, he Somewhere.
2: Is. Oh my, you know what? My heart's warm because I've just finished inside the scrum listening to the the warm, soothing voice of Stacey Page narrate over it, and Sam Harris, Mark Gerard. How good's Connor Mooneyham on that ah. show? He's he's the real star. Two things I've noticed on the show. Connor Mooneyham, we should be putting as much behind him to build the, the brand of Austin in Major League Rugby. And Sam Harris has abnormally large ears. Um, they had a close-up of him from side on. I'm like, damn, Sam's ears are really big. And it's a part of your body with your nose. that grows your entire life. So good listener, I guess. I don't think that's true. I th- that, I'm pretty sure that's true. Let what the rugby wrap-up fact-checkers. Did your nose and your ears keep growing your whole life? I don't think so. My, I don't think my nose and my ears are
0: growing, to be uh, honest with you. Slowly. All right. Okay. All right. But
2: Sam Harris is going to be looking for you to, because you just made fun of his ears. He's beautiful. Just, they just, I just saw a shot where I'm like, those are abnormally- It's a like couple of car ears. doors, open car doors on the side of his head. Not like the wing nut one, but like just like the-
0: actual like you're reeling it in now don't reel it in you 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 put it out there let's let's run with it but dan you are you are a controversial figure right now dan because you hung up the mic allegedly and now you're a suit with uh an alleged franchise in st
2: louis can you comment yeah not really but um you know as i i stood in the middle of the coliseum last year matthew after the final and i'm I felt like I was behind Brian Ray. I was on Everest. I've done it all. I've ticked all the boxes. No, it, it was uh, making some family stuff. The travel, as, as you guys both know, sometimes can be quite demanding. And I've had some uh, life changes. One of them may revolve around a franchise in Major League Rugby. Um, and it just felt like it was the right time to kind of focus on some different things. And uh, I'm excited for those different things, and including spending more time with my family. So getting some weekends back and, and being honestly, just being a fan of major league rugby this year is going to be great. I can, I can proudly put on the burn orange again and support my Gil Gronies. It's the number one Gil groniak um, But yeah, no, nothing bad, nothing, you know, untoward. Um, I've had a lot of people <laughs> try out. check This so. is
0: executive speak. He's already gotten the executive speak down pat. He's got the hair
2: <laughs> slick back yeah, down. And everything. The hair There's no baseball yeah.
0: cap on this time. Is. he's got the glasses he's looking like a, co- a corporate he's already a suit and it's the st louis power is what my intel tells me that's the name of the team
2: yeah pretty embarrassing yeah. really gorgeous gorgeous dan the gorgeous Dans of uh of the midwest
0: <laughs> hey you get no arg- argument here but let's talk a little of the, about the teams that are before us in this 2020 se- 2022 season we have the dallas jackals added uh to the roster but we're going to go first with your boys in Austin, Dan. What can you tell us about the Bill
2: Gronies that we don't already know? they're building, aren't they? I mean, anyone who's watching the documentary um, – is it a documentary? It is a documentary. Uh, you know, you kind of get a look at this year, and its you're quick to forget how low Austin had gone, right? Our very own Detroit Lions or Cleveland Browns at winless season, and then they you know, started to turn things around. But they're really they're gearing up. I I feel like they've circled 2022 as a year that they're going to go all the chips middle of the table. We're going to go win a ring. Um, Gilly can have matching one for the left, one for the right. Now he's Giltini and his Gilgroni rings. But man, they'll be up there. I, I again, I've loved watching the show and getting a little behind the scenes on Sam and Mark and their coaching philosophies and styles. Very current and and something that I would have enjoyed playing under. Just there transparency and how open they are and you can see the communication it's a good culture in there Uh, we know la's culture is amazing but i think austin's building something special this year matt yeah they look like a good team I mean you know we saw last year they
1: had a a pretty good experience pack but they maybe need a little bit extra firepower in that back line and uh, it looks like they've got it they picked up some guys Marcel Bracke of course coming in from the Eagles Marco Keefe that stellar you know center who starred for ATL last year and and Julian Dominguez from Nola Gold out of the wing I mean that's three pretty dynamic uh, attackers ryan lawrence the scrum athletes australian uh you know they got well i guess he's south african from australia um yeah so that's the worst you know, kind <laughs> uh, they look like a good so- solid team again and uh, uh they've also got a lot of continuity as well certainly on the coaching side as well so that always helps so uh, i think they're going to be a good team this year
0: shouldn't connor mooney ham be going back to dallas honest choice that's what, do you, what do you mean What do you mean? Where's the league saying, all right, we're lending you because they just, he'd look great. in those in those colors. His
2: eyes would pop. No, no, no. This is great. This sets up one V one. Now we have Mooney versus Napowski in week one, the battle of the number one draft picks. This is, this is, this is good drama. I like this.
0: All right. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Let's go. uh, Alphabetically. Let's go to the Bobcats. Oh, and since there are no Bobcats, and no C team, let's go to the Dallas Jackals. We know they don't have a head coach as per the big announcement, but what do they have?
1: Well, they have a team, so that's uh, that's good. The guys are all there. They've got a field. They've got lines in the field. They've got posts up. Uh, no, in all honesty, Choctaw Stadium, the, the field there looks fantastic. I think it's going to look great on television. Um, you know, they've got all the, all the players there. They're all training. So, uh, you know, that's a great thing for Dallas. I think it's going to be a tough year, and I think this is going to be the first year we really see how tough it's going to be for expansion teams moving forward because the player pool is just, uh, you know, it's thinning out a bit. Uh, you know, so you, you can't just come in and find 25 American guys who are uh, MLR quality anymore. So I think this is going to be a tough year for them. They've got some, uh, you know, a handful of good imports, but uh, uh, it's going to be a, a tough one. I, I'm just excited they have a team, and, they, and, you know, they look great. I like the jersey and the color scheme they've got.
0: Brian, shouldn't Dallas just still have Connor Mooneyham? No, nah, look, they dropped out. They had
1: him last year. They could have had him then. And uh, it was their choice to postpone uh, their arrival in MLR till this year. So that's that's how it goes. They got a couple of their guys back. Uh, Carlo D'Anishan's back. Um, who else did they get? Bronson Tellez. But uh, hey, uh, that's that's how the cookie crumbles when you make those kind of decisions. Much to Brian's
2: point challenge is just getting on the field because i'm sure recruiting was difficult for them after last season pulling out late and players were probably hesitant to go to dallas but looking at the facilities they look really nice once they get on the field okay boom i think they'll have something to build from for this year but i think it'll be a pretty uh, lean year in tough town usa but you've also got the rugby consultant
0: brian ashton there and it is did he coach ireland and england I think that's allowed, is it? I I just, that's, yeah. How does that work? Well, look at Andy Farrell. So. Yeah, that's true. You know, so I like the color scheme. Uh, I think it would look good on me, that color. So anybody that wants to send me a free Dallas Jackals hat, specifically a hat for a bald guy, uh, I'm, I'm ready to root for you guys. Guys, hold that thought. We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Selling or trading in your vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. With Easy Trades, start online or visit us in-store. We want your vehicle. And we'll give you up to 125% of
2: KBB value. It's
0: easy at Shihi. And we are back. And gentlemen, before we continue with our West Preview, we do want to acknowledge what happened in Atlanta, but we don't have all the details at this taping, so we're going to have to table it until next week. In the meantime, back to the West Preview uh houston daniel what do you think about your fellow you will stay in texas
2: yes yeah, in texas the uh houston south africa cats they've been dubbed i think half the country got uh got immigration rights from johannesburg to houston 2022 i think was it six or seven i think brian put up the had the photo and he named everyone in there was it six seven guys well, got six in? who arrived but they've got more than that <laughs> yeah got, i know I think just, nine of them they do know you can only have 10 on the 23 roster, right? Well, who's counting? Come on, yeah. lighten up. Lighten up. I'm sorry. No, this, this is, they'll be, they'll be the big improvers in the West, like no doubt about it. Um, and the only way was up for them, but I think they'll rattle some cages this year for sure.
0: Brian, you agree with that assessment from our fine colleague, uh, Dan, Dan Power?
1: Yeah, the Saffa Cats, uh, they look uh, like they're going to be pretty solid uh, this year. And they also got a few uh, RGs uh, in there as well. Uh, so back, but they're getting, you know, a, a couple They others. also got and, a couple of Eagles 7s players. He's pretty good in the 7s. And uh, Juan Pablo Zeiss, nice tight head. So. But what That's about our? That's right. Uh, Maka Unufe and Matai Leuta, Danny Barrett. Uh, so, you know, the, these guys are going for uh, the kind of bully beatdown squad. They've got everybody's a big ball runner. So they're going to be a, a big, aggressive, uh, formidable team this year. I wouldn't, uh, you know, they might take a little bit to get them all to gel, you know, in the first few weeks of the season. But once they get going, they're going to be a, a problem for everybody, I think.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, yes, you know. That that facility is just tremendous. It's the Cat's Meow trademark. Cat's Meow trademark rugby wrap-up. I was just down there with esteemed colleagues, John Broker, uh, Grant Cole, and Mr. Pat Clifton calling those games in that all-star weekend for the NCR, and it was a spectacular event. And we even had another Sabre Cat in his second year with the team, Nick Boyer, in the booth and you know he's one of those guys where you're glad you're on radio so you're not standing next to him on camera because he's just a god right he just looks great and then I go down, I run, we got like eight seconds to do a pee break. Cause we're all fat old white guys that have to go to the bathroom and we're taking turns. And I run down and I run to the, I run to the urinal and doing my business. I look up and there's Nick's face on the wall in front of me with the <laughs> savory cat's head. And I'm like, Oh, come on, man. But that, but anyway, that, that facility and you're right. And Nick Boyer, it was, you know, all the guys that were down there, we saw Maka, he's recovering from uh, um that, that Achilles surgery, but he's looking good. He's working out. Uh, They all have, you know, a, a whole different, Feeling because I went down there last year and did the your Toronto versus uh SaberCats game, Brian, and that was oh, that was a snooze fest. They didn't score until 20 minutes in, and then it was a uh, but anyway, whole different vibe. And we'll get to your Toronto Arrows next week, Brian. But let's continue on the path here and go up to Los Angeles. And Dan, since you know the team so well, let's start with Brian. On this. Well, they were the team to beat last year. I think they're the team to beat again. Uh,
1: they lost a lot less guys to be honest than i thought i thought a few of them would get picked up maybe for the super Emmy. certainly harrison goddard that scrum half five the hell would you leave that
0: franchise? why would you leave them
1: wow that's a good that's a fair question maybe i didn't take that into account i
0: should have suits in vegas yeah
1: they uh they look good i mean if anything they've got a few upgrades at some positions so uh yeah, they got depth right through the the, the team. You know, uh, unfortunately, they traded James O'Neill, our Canadian flanker. At least he went to Toronto. But uh, they got Hankel Famasice.
0: Go the they, they got, got Hankel Famasice go there. <laughs> Had enough in New York? Is that it? Did you just scare him away? Well, I yeah, mean, he's playing on grass in the Coliseum for a team that's throwing around money like there. You know, there's no tomorrow. Not not that it's illegal at all. But Dad, can you blame him for going over?
2: It's uh, listen. He's rolling the dice here, right? Because he's running into a pretty backed up back row there with Cottrell, who's probably you know one of the best forwards in the league last year, and point of him when he's healthy. So, uh, if that whole back row is healthy and they're putting their strongest side on the field, I don't see Hunko in that starting pack. So that's a that's a risk. So let's see how he goes. And this is what his fourth team now in five years of MLR you know it's early days of mlr but i wonder if that carries some weight as well uh, four teams
0: nick boyer laughs at four teams laughs at
2: yeah, yeah right. that's a good point that's a good point i, I don't think hunko and, and nick are in the same elk of a player though nick's a good player but hunko is you know an international player and you want to build a franchise around guys like hunko
0: let's go to san Diego, daniel
2: well, they are putting a lot of uh, investment in the uh, senior players here, aren't they? Rob Shaw, Nonu, Peterson, all on the, the wrong side of 30 here. Um, I think they'll come good. I really do. Uh, I've heard I've heard some good things about the new coaching staff there. The, the players are you know, responding a lot. They've gone out and Sign some big locks, which we've found to be quite important in MLR in the first five years, to have a, a strong set-piece line out and, and having some big locks. They're hard to find, big athletic locks. So I think they'll do well. It, again, to me, the test here is how are those bodies? How are they going to handle the grind of a long season? How's your rotation with Rob Shaw, Nonu, and Peterson going to be and and kind of work your way? And who, who replaces them? Like, where's your depth there in those positions? Can you rest all three at the same time? Probably not. So... Yeah, it'll just be a juggling act, but I think San Diego probably—I have them pegged to come second out of the West behind LA.
0: Uh, Brian, can you answer all of Dan's questions, rhetorical and otherwise? I missed like half of them, so no. <laughs> so is it the Fair wind enough. swirling behind you? You can't hear. <laughs> it's breezy out here. Or the howling from your starving sled dogs.
1: <laughs> Some of that too. Maybe the bears. The crowd
0: had to be a little antsy. So, what do you think? What do you think about San Diego? Where are they going to place?
1: Yeah, uh, I agree with pretty much everything Dan said. You know, they are leaning a little bit on some of the the old timers, but you know, maybe they'll be revitalized in that California air. And uh, I, I think the thing we haven't mentioned really is is the stadium. I mean, they're, they're leaving Torero. That's their spiritual home. That's a big blow, you know, and and to be playing on top of a parking garage. Uh, I I never imagined Ma'ananu be running out in the SDSU sports deck, to be honest. But I guess you you do what you got to do, right? So it's a short-term solution. Um, you know, uh, but I I think that's going to have a little bit of an effect on them. I mean, when Torero stadium is packed with fans, that's a big boost for that team. So, uh, unfortunate for them. And, 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 you know, I I think that's a little bit of a blow. I I still think they're going to be good. Certainly they're going to be better than they were last year. I mean, with all the moving around and all the just bad luck they had. So, uh, yeah, if Rob Shaw can stay fit, if Nanu can stay fit, Peterson stays fit. I mean they'll give anybody a, a good game i mean they could challenge la on, on their good days so uh, we'll just have to see how it goes
0: and anything is better than playing in that public park in las vegas that they were playing in last year that was you know come on i mean sports deck is pretty pretty darn good uh but there's a team up north that might have something to say about that and that is the somewhat retooled seattle seawolves daniel
2: yeah. Back-to-back champs. Can they get back to the, uh, the Halcyon days? Um, we'll have to see. It's, they've been quite, uh, quite quiet uh, on the announcements and recruiting. and you know, We know there's some players that aren't coming back that have moved on in Dev Ferris and Aaron Matthews headed down to Nola Gold. But outside of that, you know, we'll have to, to wait and see. I think when they're healthy... And we saw this at the back end of last season under Alan Clark. They started to make some progress. And now he gets a chance to actually go into a preseason with his roster. Like there's no, you know, unknowns. And I know there were some stories that came out of Seattle about him just cutting players on the spot and and whatnot. And that's his right as a head coach. But now that's not in play. And he gets to have a full preseason with the players he wants. And we'll see. We'll see. They've got they've got the horses to do well up there they still have a lot of talent um, just I feel like the league improves significantly every year and it takes a significant investment to stay with the improvement so uh, maybe they'll have a couple of late signings that get me excited again but for now I have them as a, a mid-table kind of team on the west
0: well and they still got that that jewel of a stadium and that great fan base so that's always mm-hmm. that 16th man right Brian
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, in last year, I mean, they started the first few weeks, first couple months, I think of the season, they didn't play a single home game, which was maybe a tactical uh, decision that went backwards. Uh, they won't have that this year. They're right from the get-go out in there, so that's going to be a, a boost for them. I think you know, Dan kind of covered it uh, a lot of it. You know, Clarky kind of went through his squad last year, decided pretty quickly who he wanted and who he didn't. He signed a lot of guys to long-term uh, contracts now, so he's kind of building his team from now to the future. So, uh, but. There's also some some guys to look forward to. Tavite LoPeti, who came in uh, straight into the Eagles side. Great That's player. A- great pickup for them in the draft. He could be the, the best pick in the draft, you know, depending on how things turn out. Uh, Martin Yosefo is just a, a super stud from uh, the, the seven. So for him to come in, is he going to play in the wing? Is he going to play at center? He's, he's dynamite, so can't wait to see him out there. Uh, you know, a few South African guys have come in. Uh, Creel in the center. they got got at this young fly half. So there's some interesting guys where, where if they work out, uh, they could be a pretty tough team. Um, yeah, getting them quite up to a championship level like they were before. Probably going to take a little longer, but uh, certainly uh, a lot more to be optimistic about with them uh, this year than there was last year.
0: Yeah, you mentioned the sevens guys. There, I, I spoke to a bunch of them, or a, couple, a handful of them that are making that transition, and they're going to beef up uh, and play at a heavier weight. They don't want to, you know, they don't they don't want to be at the sevens weight. And I know that, like Danny Barrett, for instance, in the in the World Cup in 2015, he came from the sevens program to play, you know as a flanker and he had you know he was like 215 or or he was he was at least 15 to 20 pounds lighter than he would have preferred to have been and now these guys will have that luxury and an offseason and the ability to train solely for 15s so all these guys that are making that transition from the sevens teams are going to make an impact and i think a positive impact finally we have the utah warriors and I gotta say, I've seen Brandon Sparks around at these college things, and he's scouting away. What's your take on them, Brian? Since there is almost as cold as where you are. Well, I
1: love that uh, that Brandon picked Emerson Pryor, this uh, Canadian prop. Who I have high hopes for. He's a you know, young loose head, looks very promising. Um, yeah, they lost Fraser Hurst, the other Canadian, unfortunately. But uh, these things happen. At least they got one left. Is he is he,
0: is he really lost?
1: Yeah, he's, he's very lost. He's up doing commercial real estate in Canada. Somebody give him Behind a you get that- him back into professional rugby. <laughs> Hanging out with Brock Stoller somewhere in the, the
0: rugby wilderness. God rest but, his soul. Uh, what happened to Brock Stoller?
2: What happened there, Brian? What happened with Brock Stoller? <laughs> wins two rings in a row, rides up to the sunset, nothing better. Still out there somewhere. All right.
0: I mean, is he done? Is that it?
1: Yeah, I think that's it for Brock, unfortunately, with with professional rugby, but uh, that's okay. we got other guys on the go.
2: Dan, your take on on Utah? I want them to do so well, Matthew. I really do. Um, I think they'll slide a little this year. Fraser Hurst, Michael Basker, both unines gone. I think they'll miss Aston Forte more than most people realize. He was just unreal, the lineouts. Uh, They've got some good signings, but as always, until we see them, uh, MLR probably needs another five years of data where we can see how some signings perform before we can be like, "That's going to work. That's not going to work." We've seen the mixed bag, so to speak. So I, I, I could see them sliding a little bit, but you never know. On their day, God, they were so fun to watch this yeah. last year. They they were just the, the true entertainers of the league. And Teo's still young and firing. Uh, Crusade younger and firing. Um, and just that talent pool in Utah, they uncovered a few. Logan Tano was one of the big ones this year. He, he's he been blowing it up with the seven stuff as well. Uh, James Vaifale on the wing. I mean, really. like pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. You got McClellan, uh, Vandenberg's coming back. So there's a lot uh, Vunga Goto's coming back. So there, there's a lot still there. But I, again, those couple of, the nine ones are, are challenge for me like who's going to really be not only your starting nine but your backup nine like having Hurst and Basker was, yeah. that was a pretty deep kind of nine set up there
0: yeah. I, I like I like them and uh, you, you know they're like Tom Brady every time you count them out they show up and they they, they they surprise you right guys I love you but I love our sponsors more so we got to take a quick break we'll be right back since i was four and i've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label none of that stuff influences me i drink beer because of the taste and my beer is paps blue ribbon it has a taste on the flavor what do you think's on the label i think there's a a naked woman riding on a unicorn jumping over fire that's good beer and we are back Brian final thoughts for uh for you on who's going to win the West I think LA is pretty
1: clearly the number one seed uh you know they still have a tremendously strong squad and uh you know like I said I mean their depth might even be better this year so I just think momentum from last year bringing it into this year they've got everything going continuity and the coaching continuity in the team LA for me is cool.
0: Clear number one seed in the West. LA says, lady, Dan. You, you, you said that LA was going to win it again?
2: Yeah. I'll, like, listen, when you lose a head coach, it can sometimes be really disrupting. I think Darren Coleman was such a good head coach that he empowered his assistants. And Steve Hoyles, I'm a massive Steve Hoyles fan. Uh, you know, obviously, he came through that time at the Brumbies in Australia where they were just probably the best team in the world. Um, and he's taken a lot of things from his time there. And he's done his He's done his apprenticeship. He's learned under a lot of really good coaches. I don't think it'll be as upsetting as other head coaches leaving in the past with other teams. With with DC going to the Waratahs, I think Colesy will step in nicely. He has Adam Ashley Cooper who gets his first shot at coaching as well. Who's sticking on? So not playing. We'll see. We'll see yeah. a couple of weeks into the season. Um, yeah, wink, wink. Um, but yeah, you know, Corbs is going to be there full time now as well. He's going to play just- too. No, oh, you keep threatening that, and he he's now. Good. He's just out running around California like a madman, trying he's to recruit like people. Like twenty-eight, to play. you know. He's like, you know, in prop years, he's like twenty-seven. Yeah, if that he's and he still is yeah. a good-looking rooster too. Cool. Yeah, but uh, that they'll, they'll be good. They'll they'll come out number one, um, unless there's something catastrophic on the injury front. They'll be they'll be number one.
0: I'm going crazy here. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's gonna be the Gilgronies. The Gilgronis given Gilchrist a real dilemma. Which hand to which to wear which ring? Do you wear two on one finger? What do you do? Do you mix and match? What do you do? That's what I think is going to happen. You heard it here first. And guys, unfortunately, we're out of time. I mean, I want to talk to you guys forever now. I haven't seen you in so long, but we are out of time. And on that note, I want to thank Mr. Daniel Power, Mr. Brian Ray and you for tuning in and please check out our college rugby wrap up and our other episodes and please sign up for our newsletter and definitely please sign up for our rugby wrap up American Red Cross blood donor team because they need blood donations more than ever right now, particularly with the Omicron going on.